Welcome to the PM Growth Experts podcast show, where Darren Hunter, Michael Sands, and Dennis Youssef from Inspired Growth Training interview the top global property management growth experts and share with you their strategies so you can get the same successful results. For 10 effective scripts that beat just about every fee objection that'll ever be asked by a prospective property owner, go to pmgrowthexperts.com. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here. Before we get into our podcast, just want to do a quick shout out for Inspection Manager. What an amazing inspection app platform that they have. And they're really excited at the moment with their tenant assisted routine inspections, where your tenants in the convenience of their own time frame and in the convenience of their rental property, they can be getting you through the app inspections, um, their own inspection or their own photos that they've done. Now this is going to help you, particularly if you're in lockdown, but what we've also found as businesses have come out of lockdown, um, they've found that perhaps they can do maybe one or even two of these inspections a year, aside from scheduling their normal routine inspections. The next step, really go and have a demo, have a look for yourself and make a decision where this could actually work for you too. So go to inspectionmanager.com, request a demo and check it out. Hi everyone, it is Darren Hunter here and I am with Mr. Dennis Youssef and we are in Spy Growth Training. We have a great guest for the PM Growth Expert Show today, Jonathan Bell, all the way from Brisbane. How are you going, Jonathan? Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Dennis. Cool. No now, problem. of course, uh, Dennis is actually based uh, in Brisbane, but you're still uh, restricted into New South Wales and can't cross the line back into uh, Queensland. Otherwise, you have to do 14 days uh, quarantine, but I am based in Adelaide. And oh my goodness, if, you, if you've been to Adelaide, we're actually very famous for um, Hague's chocolates. I don't know if you ever know about Hague's chocolates. And uh, one of the wonderful things about Hague's chocolates, if you ever get to Adelaide, you've got to check out their chocolate bullets and of course their chocolate frogs as well. So let's get into this session. Darren, um, can I just say that's very cheap of you to um, attack it that way. I think that um, <laughs> Adelaide is not renowned for their chocolate bullets, okay? It's, it's not renowned for their unicorns either. And it's, it's not renowned for their tequila sunrises. Um, That's I, right. Dennis loves Adelaide because in Glenelg, there is the Affogato um, shop. That's right. St. Louis. Yep, that's good. But Adelaide is uh, known for so many wonderful different things. Of course, Dennis and Michael would debate me on that one. But let's move on. Now, Jonathan, you're a bit of a surprise. Um, you've only just recently come onto my radar. I'm assuming Dennis's radar recently. And um, so, so Jonathan um, has been running, he started his real estate agency just 18 months ago. And in that time, he's grown 242 properties or doors, whatever you want to call them. Um, but the thing is, is the average rents, what are the, the average rents typically um, in Brisbane? Around about that $400 a week? Yeah, 400, 450. 400, 450. Well, um, Jonathan's average rents are six to eight hundred. So not only has he grown 242 properties in 18 months, but his average rents are higher with executive leasing and executive properties. And traditionally, if you're if you're um, targeting executive homes, you tend to grow slower mm. with those types of properties than your average bread and butter. So. 
Jonathan, amazing. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your story today. Um, but you've got some amazing stats there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank he you. has. So, yeah, we've, we've actually got to thank um, a good friend of ours, Darren. Um, she's um, uh, close to the IGT family. She was our BDM of the year for 2019, Jessie Hall. She actually, um, you know, Jesse and Jonathan, you know, you can correct me on this one. Jonathan, you guys had connected and she told you to reach out to us. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So and now, um, unfortunately, we lost um, Jesse to the dark side. She's gone into sales, um, you know, but, uh, and, you know, her online presence in the sales department's great. And, you know, I, I had a conversation with her not long ago and she's saying, Dennis, it's the same tactics. It's, I'm so glad I listened to all the video training and this, that and the other because it's all, all the same stuff for BDM. And um, she's, she's killing it and doing really, really well. So, Jonathan, you need to tell us. Tell us. So, Brisbane's such a big area, right? So, we need to, just to give some of our listeners and overseas clients because, you know, this podcast goes out to the UK, New Zealand, South Africa, um, all over Australia and anywhere else that wants to listen to us. Tell us a, a little bit about your area, you know, and, and, you know, your marketplace. Yeah, yeah. So, um, specialise within, we say, 10 kilometres of the Brisbane city. So our office is now in Newstead, um, which is pretty close to this in, into Brisbane City. Um, and we'll take properties anywhere within that 10 kilometre radius. Um, our portfolio probably expands to about 15 kilometres because lots of our landlords have multiple properties as well. Um, yeah. So we don't want to take one of our landlord's properties without taking another one. We want to try and look after their whole portfolio. Yeah. yeah, and no doubt that could potentially expand out as your presence in those areas um pick up as well yeah yeah that, that's the goal is to continue to expand and i think having a head office um which is um close proximity to the city but there's nothing stopping you having areas that you look after as well that are not right next to your office space yeah look i, I that's great i think it's exciting and there's some good coffee shops in um in the area there as well i mean i'm from brisbane right and i know brisbane um isn't the best city in australia for coffee okay i've traveled in most of the cities However, Brisbane's not one of the ones that's got the, the, the best coffee. However, Newstead, it, it's a good area. There's some good coffee shops there. So I do look forward to catching up with you. Now, Jonathan, we caught up possibly a couple of months ago for the first time, um, which was great. It was um, exciting to, um, for you to actually be asking questions and questioning things and how you run your department, how you run your office is different to everyone else. You've had all these people giving you advice and, and it was great and refreshing to hear you ask these questions and I went, you know what, we've actually got answers for this guy. This guy's on track. He's all about systems and procedures and giving back to his clients, you know, making sure that you've got that time to, to, to build those relationships with your clients, which is so important. And I look forward to you sharing that. I mean, we've got Michael Sands, one of the IGT partners with us and he was the absolute master of, um, you know, um, of being able to do that. And you caught up with him only last week. I, I introduced you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible guy. I'm um, very inspired by what he did. Um, yeah. And a pretty similar business model to what I'm looking to achieve as well. Yeah. Which is, which is good because you've now got something you can look to. So whenever someone's giving you all this advice yeah. on the side, you can look to Michael and ask him questions, which we're always open, you know, here to do. So, um, 
Now, I know Darren did share it. How many properties have you got under management at the moment and when did you start? So um, I got my first management um, on the golf course. I was 9th of March last year. Wow. Excellent. Were you in the 19th hole? No, I was was on the third and then I got straight in the car and drove to Brisbane. (laughs) 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 Um, Oh, so you weren't actually playing golf with the person. They rang you up. Yeah, they rang me up. I was pretty excited. Um, I'll never forget. It was in Redcliffe. Um, okay. And I literally went there that afternoon, signed it up, and then I um and then I I figured out I was now running a property management business. That you must have like just felt over the moon getting that yeah. first one. Yeah. So that was so it's just been it's nearly nineteen months, um, and now we manage two hundred and forty two properties as of today. That that's incredible stuff. Now um, there's a little argument that Darren and I often have. Um, and you're, you've just jumped on board onto the boat of BDM here because Darren's of the mindset that, um, feel free to cut in whenever you like, Darren. When I'm, <laughs> Darren's under the mindset of, you know, block your times, only have your appointments with the new clients when this comes. I've of the mindset if a new business call comes in, drop everything and run. And you literally <laughs> packed your bags through the golf um, buggy back into the, the car and took off. Yeah, and I've probably kept that philosophy of, um, yeah, I've, I've hunted pretty hard. And if an opportunity arises, I'm pretty relentless of making sure that I don't stop until I've signed that Form 6 and then leased it. Well done. So, so just so everyone understands, a Form 6 is the authorisation form, the, um, the formal bit of paper that you need to sign up um, an owner so you can manage the property. And um, Darren... Um, you being a property manager, if you're on the golf course, which I would love to see, by the way, and an owner rang up and said, um, Darren, I've got a new management, you would have said, click here, I'll send you my diary link, book in a time, because <laughs> he's so precise with his so time. Let's just, let's just Meanwhile, clarify this. It's you, the, the BDM obviously has to focus on getting new business in and it's got to be flexible around the prospect. Uh, the property manager, however, is not necessarily dealing with that stuff. If they have a BDM, uh, needs to be in control of their agenda. Um, actually, and Miles, we can use this opportunity to say, guys out there, if you want some really, really good BDM coaching, we do have our BDM Coach podcast show. Just go to bdmcoach.com or um, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes podcast, look up BDM Coach. Um, and you'll be able to tap into that stuff there. And Dennis, we have a podcast being released next week just for property managers. Of course, it's going to outstrip your BDM Coach podcast uh, with listeners very quickly. Um, and for our listeners out there, we're really tackling the big property management problems and issues, stress points that property managers struggle with all the time. Things like you know how to not take calls after hours, how to deal with difficult owners, all of those sorts of things. Just go to pmpowerkeys.com um, or um, uh, our audio uh, PM. Uh, power uh, podcast show on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean commercial over. Back over to you, Dennis. That's awesome. Excellent. So, Darren, I totally understand that it's the time management thing, and um, you are the time management master, uh, and you've got some amazing training on it. However, a BDM, when they get the blood and they, they, they can sense that new business, they're gone. They're off there. If you and Jonathan were playing golf together, you'd be still cutting and 
he'd be gone. <laughs> so, which is excellent. So, look, okay, so March 2019, you signed up your first property. Okay, you, you've been in business um, for a period of time. Now, Jonathan, you started in real estate about six years ago, right? So yeah. knowing what you know today, you know, if you were on the golf course and you, you're thinking about joining real estate and you're, you're ready to go, and then someone taps you on the shoulder and says, hey, you know, I heard you're starting in real estate tomorrow, and you turn around and it's you, what advice would you give yourself with all of your current knowledge? Yeah, good question. Um, the, the key advice would be that the, the work that I do today will pay off in three to six months. Um, like, it's incredible to watch my stats. Like, I can tell I've had a record month in September, but that's not because I'm performing in September. I performed in, um, in three months prior or, or February um, prior. So the three to six month lag. So the work that you're doing and, and the opportunities you're creating now, I, uh, I'd say to be as patient as possible because they will pay off and they're, they're going to pay off over a three to six month um, period, or they did for me anyway. Um, that's number one. And then number two is to just really try and be as authentic as possible. Um, when you're going to listing presentations and when you're dealing with new landlords, especially, um, they just want to see you for who you are. Um, and I think that just having that, uh, that is already a point of difference. If you go in and you be yourself, you don't need to fit into the typical real estate um, look. You don't need to wear a suit to every listing presentation. You can be yourself. And I think that's growing um, and people really appreciate that. Mate, that's, that's some very, very sound advice that you've just given there. I especially love the, the, you know, you're talking about stats, right? So do you, um, if I can ask, I, yeah. I, I love stats and I think it's great that you're monitoring the stats. Yeah. Uh, I would love if we can dig a little bit deeper in what, what stats that you're referring to. Yeah. Um, but before I ask that question, are you using those stats as proof statements to your owners as well? Uh, I'm same as you. I'm obsessed with stats. I did, um, sure. I did economics at university. Um, so I've always been into numbers, but I keep it pretty simple and I've got um, my whiteboard right here yep. uh, and I keep um, a list of how many managements I brought in for the month, but I also don't classify it as a management until I've leased it. Like it really doesn't, really doesn't mean anything until you've leased the property. Until, and it's, you've just, until it's actually earning money, then you can count it as part yeah. of the pool. And it's Aaron, actually, just move forward a bit because the mic, we can't hear you properly. Yeah. And you, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's right. right. So once you're collecting the income, yeah. uh, that's when it's a management. And not only the once you've delivered on your promise, I think like once you've 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 given someone a promise or you've given someone your word that you're going to find them a tenant, um, I think of that as a liability until you've actually um, rented it. Yeah, that's great. It's putting that accountability onto you as well because you want to notch that number one. Uh, or that number two or three back onto the onto the board, but you can't until you've got a tenant in there. So yeah, um, yeah well done on that. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So and um, keeping it real, I think that's really important as well. Um, too many people get bogged down with what they have to present to an owner when they're at the door. Um, you know, so how are you keeping it real? How are you being you when you you know when you're pitching for the business? Um, I think I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I don't take anything with me except some comparable rentals. 
I turn up with my, like what the first 20 managements I got, I didn't have a website or a business card. I literally just, I just, I walked in and I knew, I, I knew the market. I was very, every time I go to a presentation, I know how many properties are for rent in that particular suburb. Um, I know the average days on market. I know the vacancy rates. Um, and I don't think that people are prepared um, with their stats when they go see landlords in that space. So I think that's number one, but then I don't, I don't have a massive presentation, to be honest. I go around, I speak to them. I know, I, I let them know of the points of the property that are the selling points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll then go through some comparable rentals and I'll let them know which ones we've rented or have recently rented in the area. If you're new and you haven't rented them. Um, and I think they'll just see, they'll see straight away that you're sharp, but also you're there just to have a, um, be a, have a chat to them and um, be able to have a conversation about what they actually want, not what you're willing to give them. Yeah, very well said, Darren. Did you hear that? It's, it's, you know, what they want, not what you're willing to give them, which is really important. I mean, if you can overcome the concern of any landlord, then, um, you know, they're going to feel like um, they've been heard and you're the agency that they can trust and they want to, you know, that they want to deal with. So that's, that's really good. So I, I love it. Like you're talking about the proof statements, you're knowing your stats, obviously, you know, you're bringing up those stats when you're at the property, knowing how many properties are for lease, what the average rents are, days on market, all of those things are really important. Yeah. Um, and, and in essence, they're actually um, um, examples, some examples of how you are appointed difference over your rivals. Yeah. You know, by, by being that perceived market expert. It goes to show you don't have to have a website um, to, to start a business and um, you, you're complete evidence of that. So congratulations. Um, business cards, come on, Darren, what's my opinion of business cards? Well, uh, I think you've, you've taught uh, for a lot of years. It's all about um, the data that you collect, not the data that you give out. Yeah. Correct. It's more important to collect business cards. So you do like business cards. It's about which, which way they go. That's right. They should be going in your hands, not out your hands. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's, a, it's a brand, right? It's top of mind. It's good to have them and stuff. Um, but it, it certainly shows that you, a business card's not going to win your business. You know, um, it is good to have. But um, collecting them, building your database... Because if you're giving the cards out, saying, yeah, give me a call, you're relying on that person to remember you. You're relying on that person to call you. Whereas if you've got their card, you can call them and build that relationship and create those meetings. Yeah. Yeah, which is, yeah, super important. Okay, so another quick question based around similar to what we're going, because I like this thing. So, you know, with your current business right now, um, it's been since March 2019, what would you do differently if you were to start today is there anything that you might go well okay oh, i shouldn't have done that this is what i would have liked to do or what you're about to implement it would have been good to implement when you first started um yeah it's been a bit of a blur because it's been <laughs> such a crazy ride um but i would probably be a bit more confident with asking for the business like over the last over the last three months i, I was just on the phone to a landlord and she said she was considering another um agency and i said to her what what do you need from me? Because I want to manage your property. And she, and then just that conversation at the end of the conversation, she said, yeah, happy to go ahead. Um, so I think I'd probably, I'd probably uh, be a little bit more upfront to say, I want to manage your investment property. I want to be your best point of contact. I want to be your professional um, advisor in the property space. What do I need to do to be able to do that? 
I think just having that confidence to actually ask for the business, um, people really appreciate it. They do. That, that it, it's one of the scariest things um, for a BDM to do or a sales agent or anyone yeah. is actually asking for the business because we fear the no. Yeah. You know, it's too easy to do a presentation and then hope that they call you back. Yeah. I prefer, them, I prefer them to say no and then change their mind because it's a, more of a challenge. <laughs> I like that line. So I'd like, I'd really like your business. What do we have to do to get it? Yeah. Um, and then I think if you've got, you're confident and good also to be ready for those fee objections um, and you've got some really good fee objections, you know, all the other agents 1% cheaper, if you can match his fee, then that's, um, you know, that's really good. You're, you're well yep. on the way, but I think you're right. People, a lot of people just don't ask for the business and people appreciate your confidence um, and your enthusiasm to want it because um, they want to give their property, their half a million dollar investment, um, the greatest asset they've ever owned into the hands of someone that really, really wants it. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. So Jonathan, what would you say are the top three rent roll growth strategies that you've got in place? You know, what, what do you think your top three are that's bringing in most of the business um, for you? I think all, um, I think that my rent roll's grown significantly because I'm, I'm pretty, when I go to a listing presentation, I'm, I'm closing most of them. Like I don't, I'd, I'd rather I'm quality over quantity and I try and do that in regards to um, higher rents, etc. So I'm I'm pitching for um, executive properties because I'd rather have quality over quantity in that space. Um, but in regards to, I don't see rentals any different to sales. So in when you when you become a sales associate, you get thrown into a room and you get told to prospect um, expired listings. You get told to pros um, do social media, talk to your friends and family. Um, I don't see BDM any different. Your tenants are your buyers and your sellers are your landlords. Yep. Um, and I tr I've, I've tried since starting the business to try and treat BDM no different to if you're a sales associate. And as a sales associate, sometimes you get given nothing, but you have to generate leads. Um, I think BDMs naturally have just been entitled with the way that they've um, got leads and they've got referral partners or they've got databases to go through. Um, so I think just, just naturally just really hustling. Like I've got on my whiteboard over there, it's like, what is hustling? And it's just about like really just getting in and getting it done and being as efficient as possible. Okay. That's great. I think yeah. that's exciting, but how are you doing the hustle? What are the three, great. what are the three things that are generating the business for you? Okay. So I, I, it's so important to do the hustle. It, yeah. it is a, sales position the bdm yep. so you brought up an amazing point there because the bdm is the salesperson yeah management you know and, and what's great is you're not getting bogged down in managing properties doing routines doing this etc yeah focus on that chase the follow-ups or asking for the business as you've said but what's bringing in the business what are the three key areas um, um number one friends family networks that you've got um was number one it was about building up to about 20 of just people i knew and as soon as i got to 20 i said right um, out of those 20 who else do they know and what can i offer them to bring in managements to me so i got to about 20 um some friends family were a little bit tougher because they um they were, like that took longer to get the family but i had a few friends who were willing to back me and then I delivered on the promise that I, I rented them quickly or I took over the management. I tried to do something that actually wowed them a little bit. 
Um, for example, I got them a bottle of red wine delivered to their door saying, welcome to the team. Um, as soon as I took on the management. And then after that, I then called them and I said, hey, if you've got any friends or family with investment properties, I'd love to help them. And I'm willing to, um, I'm willing to give you three months or whatever it is, management's free, if you can help me grow my business. Okay, um, so you created an incentive. So yeah, you utilised your inner sanctum, yeah. your circle of friends, yeah. and you created an, an incentive to get them, so they were a raving fan. Yeah, well, and then... Yeah, and then once you've once you've done it, when you've when you've then delivered on that second lead, you ask them to then thank the original lead for the business or for referring them, and then then you've got them for life. So when when they then call back their family or friend and say thank you for referring Jonathan because he's doing a really good job and I'm glad I've changed, then they become a multiple referrer because they feel confident in that referral. Great work, Aaron. It's three, three key areas that um, that he's touched on there that I don't think that we've had in our uh, three years of doing podcasts. So that's um, you know certainly bringing in some really hot tips. It's some stuff that um, that we train on, but you're actually putting it in place, which is really good. Yeah, you know, not because of our training, I've got to say. This is you just doing this. So it's exciting to see you know where you're going to get to. So I think that's great. That's yeah. um, no, that's really good. So if the bank was to call you up and they said, Jonathan, I'm shutting the doors. I don't care how quick you've grown. You've grown an amazing business, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But Friday, um, if you don't pick up five new managements and, and they're collecting some income, we're closing your doors. What do you do? I actually love this question because I actually put this on myself every day. I, I, don't, I say to myself, I'm not going home until I've got a new management. Yep. Um, so like creating that pressure for yourself, I, I think is really powerful because it's not rocket science. Like surely in 12 hours you can bring on one management. Um, so I think that, that that alone, just having that mindset alone will create opportunities. Um, but if the bank said I need seven properties, um, well, number one, there is no doubt out of my 240 properties that a lot of my tenants would own a lot like I've got quite a few properties I've got from my tenants so I'd probably send out an email to all my tenants and say um, are you enjoying your management and then I'd probably maybe like a survey is there anything we can do to help do you own an investment property and if they do own an investment property are you interested in having someone give you a call to discuss how we can increase your returns um, over the next six months or something um, try and understand try and understand the tenant side of things as well so I'd probably pick up two or three from my tenants and then I'd probably go through um, a few, um, yeah, le landlords. And then if, if I really had to, I'd probably um, get on the phones and hit up a few people who, um, who I thought may be um, unhappy where they currently are or um, are wanting some, an additional um, value add to their rentals. Is that picking up? <laughs> yeah, I, I probably make 100 to 120 calls a day. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that's absolutely awesome. And, um, you know, um, you know we're, we're training people that are struggling to make 30 calls a day. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's certainly, you know, if you want the same results as what Jonathan's getting, then you'd actually need to pick up the phone and make the calls. If you're giving excuses to your coach that you can't make 30 in a day, but you still want the same results, then... You know, you've got to get into that uncomfortable zone. 
you know, you've got to, you know, hit those nerves and, and get uncomfortable and make those calls so you can get results because picking up the phone out of a hundred calls, you might get 10 successful ones out of 200 calls. I believe you're going to get 25 because your scripts are going to get better. So your, your, you know, conversion is going to get better. Making 300 calls, you're going to get 50, 60. It gets even better. And that's creating, but what it does, it creates a pool of emotion amongst all of those people. And they're all, you know, you've made them top of mind because yeah. they, they, you've had 300 people. If you made that many calls in a day, they're all thinking of Jonathan. They're all thinking of you, right? They're all thinking of your company. I think so, it creates it creates momentum as well because yeah. you, you pick up the phone for the fourth time and you say, oh, funny you've said that. I just spoke to someone else who recently had a similar challenge. Um, and then you can tell a testimonial or something that someone else has said similar to their story and then you've got social proof on your side as well. Yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant. Darren, I've asked so many questions. I need to let you in. You've got such an amazing office with all those brilliant books behind you, your knowledge must be up there. Um, you know, I, I believe you are the unicorn trainer of real estate globally. And I think it's important that we bring that unicorn out and you impart some questions into this as well. All right. So um, I, I guess the, I think, you know, Jonathan, um, you're a BDM that, you know, we, you, you've taken us by surprise. You've got some amazing skills there. We don't, come across BDMs, a bit like a unicorn. You don't come across them too often. They're very rare. Just an invitation to everyone out there. If you're a BDM or you manage a BDM or you're thinking about hiring one, you need BDM training. And that's why we've created the BDM Coach podcast series. Again, go to Spotify, iTunes, Pod, Podbean, um, and just look up BDM Coach, uh, Dennis and Michael, uh, tackling one topic per episode. Um, there's already a number of really good episodes there. Check it out. Now, um, Jonathan, back to Brisbane, back to Newstead. I remember a number of years ago doing a business health check, um, and uh, I remember walking outside of that office onto the footpath, onto the sidewalk, and I reckon I could throw a rock from where I was standing and hit at least 10 other agents. I mean, Brisbane has the most congested, uh, the most, um, you know, uh, tight-knit amount of agents I've ever seen literally on the planet. You've got three times more agents per square mile or whatever in Brisbane than any other large city in Australia, let alone any other place I've seen in New Zealand or the United States. So there is a lot of competition. Um, yeah in Brisbane, uh, mm. a lot more than what we see elsewhere. And so when you're sitting down with an owner who says, well, how are you any different from the other 10 agents down the road? How do you respond in a way that to make them want you? Yeah, good question. Um, I'm 24 years old. Um, so, and I've recently started my business. So they have me on their side for the remainder of their investment journey. Um, so staff turnover is massive in property management, obviously, and, um, and people change agencies regularly. So I think the fact that I'm um, the owner of the business and that they've got me, even if I'm not doing the day-to-day -day task, but they've got me as a point of contact um, over, the, over the next 10-year period, I think that's a massive benefit to them. Um, so I think that that's a, I do use that a lot. And I say that um, I, my reputation is everything. Um, I, and, and that's number one is that my reputation and I, I pride myself on being able to deliver on my promise. And then number two, that I'm not going anywhere. I'm the owner of the business. I'm fully invested in, in assisting them. 
And if they ever need anything, they've got my personal phone number and I'll fix it straight away. No, pretty good. Um, I don't know what, we've got a bit of background noise going on there. I'm not sure what that is, but um, let, let's move on. Um, now, also uh, question. Now, Brisbane, um, I, because I'm a fee maximization expert, I, you know, we're always surveying fees. We've found Queensland, particularly Brisbane, to be the lowest in fees in all of Australia. And obviously the competition's really, really strong there. So, you know, how do you make sure that you get quality fees? Um, you know, how do you do that? Um, I break it down because at the end of the day, if it's a $600 a week rental, if we can get that property leased one week earlier, that's half a year of management fees. Um, I've done some, some basic math there. We like to say, well, it's, you know, for every week a property's vacant, it's 2% of your annual income. Yeah. So even if the other agent takes two weeks to, uh, to longer to rent a property um, and they might be 1% cheaper, well, that 2% now means they're 4% more expensive. So all up, in fact, the other agent is 3% yeah. more expensive, even with a 1% discount. So yeah. you've, you've turned that into for every week that it's vacant, longer than what you can do, it yeah. actually costs half a year. Whatever it is, yeah, three months, half a year. And, wow. and the other thing is, um, in insur I'm an insurance policy. So you don't go to the cheapest insurance company because they're not going to provide you. When, when um, my, my friendship shit hits the fan, um, you want to know that you've got someone who's going to be able to um, fix it and who's got the qualifications and education to be able to do it and experience so the other part is um, we're an insurance policy. So we may be a little bit more expensive, but we are going to, if anything ever goes wrong, that you, you know you've got us to make sure that we can give you the best possible advice and we can get rid of the tenant or we can do what we need to do with the tenant um, to give you the best net return over the course of the 12 months. I mean, I think if, if you believe what you've just said, you believe yeah. to be true what you've just said, they will too. If the belief is transferable, if you believe with conviction that what you've just said there, and of course yeah. it would be the truth for you, then that will become their truth too. Let's move on. So, okay, um, let's just throw the 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 big fee uh, objection at you. The owner says, all right, Jonathan, we'll go with you, but you've got to match your fee with the other agent down the road. How do you yeah, do it? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm quite competitive and I've played a lot of sport and I like being incentivized. So I'll actually make an incentive and I'll say, I'm happy if we don't lease it at this price within this time. But if I do, if I do deliver on what we're going to say and we get it rented for this price, then I'm going to be charging this fee. And they usually agree. So people do it in sales, but they don't do it in um, property management. But why not um, a sliding scale? I've told you I'm going to get you 450 a week in rent and I told you I'd get it leased in 14 days. If I deliver on that, then I'm charging you my fee. If I don't deliver on that, then I'm happy to match what you're currently being offered. So Jonathan, what is different to rent property quicker? What what are you doing than the other different than the other ten agents down the road? Um, I mate, well, I believe my photographer is the best in Brisbane. My professional photos are really important. I get um, premier listing advertisements, so they're the two core things. I do a minimum of two inspections per week, and we follow up really hard. So after the inspections, we call all the tenants, we text them, we email them. Um, we won't stop until we find we know that they're not interested in the property. Um, and I think just, yeah, we're quite, um, yeah, we're relentless of making sure that we exhaust all options before pushing forward. And then the other thing is that we, we try and find the pain point of the tenant. Why, why do they not want to apply? And if there's something that we can overcome, then we will overcome it. 
So that, that's really put you on top half a percent of agents in Brisbane because I wouldn't know of any other agent that would call every tenant, particularly if properties are renting generally pretty well, tenants don't get a call back, they don't get followed up, and they're certainly not going to be asked the question, hey, look, how could, you know, why did we miss out? How can we make things better? Um, that That's amazing. So I would yeah. think that you would very quickly be able to demonstrate to the owner that you can actually rent property a lot quicker with a better tenant, with a better rent. And that's really what they want at the end of the day. Yeah, especially executive properties. Like um, having, uh, they're, they're if you're spending um, one to $2,000 a week on rent, they're obviously very educated and skilled negotiators. So you need to know when to be able to pull the trigger and what you need to say and when you need to say it. Yeah. You, can't just, you can't just turn up and show them through and ask them, oh, so would you like to make an application? Um, so you need to, I think that, especially in that higher end side of the market. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. You certainly know your stuff and even just talking to us, you're quite confident in what you're saying. Um, yeah. One thing that I always talk about, um, Jonathan, and you can add it to your repertoire is it, it's not necessarily about the fee that you're charging. Um, you're talking about the photographer. You're talking about you believe you've got the best photographer. That's great. So back it up with some monetary value. So because we're using this photographer, we've got better marketing, superior um, processes in place. We're leasing properties X amount of days quicker. So that's saving you. And show them the money because it's not about the fee that you're charging an owner. It's about how much you're saving an owner just for signing with you. Yeah. And peace of mind is such an important thing. You know, you're naturally talking about things, you know, when you're in the door, you're asking for the business, you're talking about giving them tips, this, that and the other. You're giving them peace of mind in your education period. So your job is you're educating them and you're giving them peace of mind at the same time. And if you can do that when you're overcoming, uh, when you're overcoming an objection, then you will continue to keep signing more. So, you know, absolutely well done. So you talk about pushing yourself, giving yourself, I want a management today before I go home. You know, some KPIs, we have a list of 28 KPIs that um, we give out. If anyone wants a copy of those KPIs, um, you can go to um, bdmcoach.com, click on the download. There's free downloads there so you can have a look at them. But what are some example KPIs that you put in place for yourself? Yeah, minimum 20 managements a month. Okay, um, so let's break that down. Minimum KPI so you can get those 20. So so I that's, basically, that's, your, that's your goal, right? Your goal is to have 20. Yep, and then I break that down to basically one a day. Yep. Um, and then that usually means probably about three opportunities a day. So three, three people who have engaged in discussing the management of the property. Um, and I... Um, with my property managers even, um, I will never leave a landlord on red or I will never let them. I'll always be the last one to respond to them that day. So if, if they email me um, or if I email them, they reply, I will make sure I reply to that email that day. So I think that that's my KPI is that any prospective landlords are just, they're getting responded to in minutes. And even if it's a, like I work a lot, so like at eight o'clock at night, you create yourself so much credibility. If a landlord emails you or texts you at um, seven or eight, a prospective landlord and says, hey, what do you think about this? Or um, can you do this? If you reply that night, like you, I feel like you've secured the deal as soon as you've replied outside of business hours. 
Um, so <laughs> having a process after hours is certainly really important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now, um, which is great. I, I love those. Um, again, we've got goals, but what are some of the um, KPIs that you've got in place? So to get the three, um, getting in front of three people, yeah. what things have you got in place that get you in front of those three yeah. people? Yeah. Yeah. Probably at the moment, as because as, the business has been going really well, those, it's probably more of, um, I'm probably just taking advantage of opportunities. But when I was, when I was starting, it was, I, if I wasn't prospecting, I was literally asking myself, what am I doing? Like what, if it wasn't a prospecting call, then it's really not a growth call. So I was, um, I was actually working when I started my business in project marketing. So I was sitting in a display home. So I, I literally had nothing else to do, but call. I was literally just calling landlords and um, just all day I was calling landlords and then I'd follow up with proposals and then they'd come back and then I'd put them in the CRM system. So my, at that stage, I was just in full growth mode. And I was so, I'm so glad looking back, I started from zero because it gave me that time to do that. Um, so yeah, the, probably my KPI is really that if I'm not spending my time on growing the business, then my business is ultimately shrinking. Very well said. So what's next? What's next for you? What's next for the business? Like, uh, you know, you're steamrolling ahead. Yeah. You know, I think it's amazing. You've shared some great tips as well. Um, and, and I think that you, you're going to put a lot of hope into people, which is great. Yeah. What's next for Jonathan? What's next for the business? I, um, I'm pretty proud of that. I know that if the best BDM in Australia called my landlords, every single one of them would say, no, I'm really happy where I am. So that makes me, especially because I'm young and I own a business, I feel really secure financially knowing that my landlords are happy. So that's probably number one is that I want to keep that going is every single landlord I want to have a, like, I want to have a personal relationship with. I want them to have my mobile and I want to be able to at least just know their name or where approximately they are, et cetera. Um, and then um, from a growth strategy, I want to be at 300 by the end of the year. Um, I want to be at 600 at the end of next year and then a thousand the year after. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Three months, 20 a month, you're oh, going to hit the... Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's brilliant. So yeah. um, I, I think that's a very achievable goal, the way you're going. And um, I'd certainly be sharing this podcast to your circle of friends to let them know that, um, you know, us as trainers are recognising you as um, somebody to watch. So that's only, um, you know, your owner should be very proud that um, they've got their management under you. So uh, well done for that as well. That's really good. Like Jonathan, if you were um, on stage at the Inspired Growth Conference, and no doubt one day you might very well be, um, and you're speaking to business owners, you're speaking to BDMs, you're speaking to property managers, people that are responsible for the property management growth in their business. Yeah. What, if you've got a minute, you've got a minute on stage, what's the most important thing you would like to say to them? Um, I think delivering on your promise. I think that's in real estate, especially. I think when you give an appraisal or you tell someone you're going to organize professional photos for three days time, or you're going to send them an email, just do it. Just if you say you're going to do something, if you, if you just make sure you do it and the credibility you create out of that will just create so much momentum. So I think just delivering on what you say you're going to do. And I think naturally from that, I've found that people start talking and they say, Hey, call Jonathan, do this, do that. And then, just continuing to deliver on your promise. I think you can't go wrong. 
So I think you're right. liver and white stuff. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, that's great. So look, I mean, you're a bit of a rock star to us and you're going to be a rock star to a lot of people when they've heard this podcast. This is going to be a podcast that's going to be spoken about for a long time to come. What's a way that people can get in contact with you if they want to just connect up or uh, uh, what, what's the best way to, uh, you know, what, what's your email address? Yeah, it's, um, 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 yeah, Jonathan Bell. Um, if you Google my business, it's Bell Estate Agents. Um, and then I'll come up as well. My name's Jonathan Bell. My email's jonathan at bellestateagents.com.au. Um, or you can call my mobile, 0432-692-881. Cool. Well, the Americans might be calling in the middle of the night, so... Uh, <laughs> that's I'll be working. Really good, really good chunky strategies and, and good um, teaching in, in that podcast. So, uh, Jonathan, you've done really well. Oh, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dennis. And thanks for your support as well. I've really appreciated having... Because um, what you said, Dennis, is a lot of real estate principles have a certain way that property management has to be run and i love the way that you guys um, are doing things it it gives me a lot of confidence with how i'm growing my business as well so i appreciate and then um the facebook chats and everything that's helped me along the way a lot yeah brilliant and um it's enlightening for us to find somebody like you that's um, absolutely kicking goals and and um, your hunger for the business keeps us going you know, because you're going to keep us on our toes as well, which is really cool because no doubt when you ask us a question, uh, we need to be ahead of the game as well. Yeah. So it's really exciting and, and that's what motivates us as well. Yeah. You know, um, um, Jonathan, you're talking about, you know, the Facebook chats and stuff, you know, if, if anyone wants to get in touch with Jonathan and myself, Darren and Michael and anyone else that we're training, you can find us on the IGT Facebook page. So simply go to Facebook and find Inspired Growth Training and obviously follow the page, but join the group. We have a group of our inner circle members that are in there that are continually, they're, they're learning from each other, they're asking questions and they're even referring business backwards and forwards. Jonathan, how many times have you had an owner? And, and they've um, said, look, I don't have one here, but I've got a management over here. Yeah. You know, it happens, right? 100%. Yeah. And my property managers love it because it, it uh, makes them feel like it's a pretty demanding industry. And for the other people to feel the same pain that property managers feel, um, it normalizes it and it, and, and it puts a bit of um, uh, light on what actually goes on. So I, I love seeing like a, um, there was a funny meme about a hot water system on Friday afternoons and um, things like that. It just creates a bit of um, a more fun environment because it is a pretty demanding industry. Darren does a great job of um, producing those means. We've been in the blood and bones of real estate. We've been in the industry. We understand the pains. So, you know, that's awesome. So, um, you know, thanks again for your time. It was amazing um, doing this. Uh, I, like Darren said, I believe that um, a lot of people are going to be contacting you and uh, watching and listening to this on Podbean, podcast, um, Spotify, um, the iTunes, et cetera. And um, you might even get some job offers out of this. You might have people hunting you. <laughs> I'm sure. As the boss, you'll get job offers. But uh, <laughs> thank you very much. We'll wrap this up now. But uh, I'm going to say a big thank you to Jonathan, of course, uh, Dennis as well. Thank you. Take care. Thanks.